Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 we're here to give you the top 12 plays for NBA today early on. We're here to smack you on a Saturday. That's right, it's Saturday, February 20th. And oh, you didn't think you were going to get into this video, weekend content from your boy, without knowing what the national calendar days were? Podcast people, how you doing? The party people out there on YouTube, happy National Comfy Day. Get comfy today, happy National Muffin Day. You can celebrate both of those, get yourself a muffin, get comfy, and you can celebrate this one as well, love your pet day. Man, you be laying on your couch, all comfy out there, get a nice little muffin with you, your dog, your cat, your whatever, your snake if you're somebody that's got some bugs and shit like that whatever it might be to each their own celebrate them all and then if you like cherry pie day it's also that but that's coming in last for me personally i don't got no pets out here might go to the pet store you know might get myself a nice little pistachio muffin and okay okay people out there judging me because they haven't had one yet don't knock it till they try it my uncle got me onto these things they're fucking good a thousand calories but my uncle louie got me onto them and they're pretty damn good and then comfy day oh i'm comfy right now your boy's got slippers on you can't see below the trunks don't worry we got the pants on but oh your boy's got slippers on and it's feeling real 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 good right now so happy national all those days to you where else you gonna go where are you gonna go in the dfs and betting space and somebody's gonna hit you with every single holiday to start your saturday off nice maybe you're somewhere where it's not sunny out maybe you're somewhere where it's cold out and now you're like okay i actually got some plans today i'm gonna go get myself a motherfucking pistachio muffin and a motherfucking snake couldn't think of a better way to start the day so thank you all for being here so much we're gonna go through it's just five games right one of the games got canceled so it's just gonna be five games today it's relatively easy to go through we got the top 12 picks the the dollar dozen if you will we're gonna smack you around with all of them as we're here but be before we do like button for me right 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 but also 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 if you're not already subscribed and there's a really good chance since we're changing the format of these we're giving you the top 12 plays it's as simple as that we'll update them throughout the day on patreon so if you want to see all the projections rankings and all that type of stuff also for mma there's a fight today so be sure to check that out content on patreon for tools projections increases your chances of winning down below but if you're brand new because it's the weekend and there's less people making content on the weekend we got you we got you fam we got you ladies we got you gentlemen and oh yeah we got you them fellas so Appreciate you being here right now. And also, also, if you're watching on YouTube right now, we got you, fellas, fellas, fellas. Hey, look at that little pop-up. That's what we're doing out there. So be sure to do all those things. And also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, of course, at DFS. That goes without saying in this in this space of DFS and sports betting. That's where the community lives. But Instagram as well. We'll build, we're building up that side of it. I'm basically posting daily there right now these one little short minute clips. And on Twitter, but on Instagram, they're kind of housed there, right, in your feed. Uh, these one little short minute clips on comedy, they're basically a little mashup. They're hard to explain, but be sure to get over there, Sal underscore Vetri over on Instagram. I think you're going to like what's going on over there. I think you're going to be enjoying that. So as we get into it, letting you know who's being sponsored in part in this show, it's going to be brought to you by Jock Market. This is a, you got you to pay attention here. Fantasy sports meeting a stock exchange. Bang. They're colliding them together. The biggest bang since the big bang itself. You can now buy shares and players. If you had a guy go to your college, a high school, or somebody on your favorite team that you're like, ah, I knew this guy was going to be good. Ah, I wanted to get on Karis LeVert before he ended up blowing up with the nets and these types of things, right? I knew John Morant was going to be fantastic, right? All this type of stuff. You can now buy shares of players. You can buy shares of them. You can buy shares of their success on each and every night. And based on their fantasy points where they score on that night, five games late tonight, you'll be able to get some positive ROI and profit. I'm telling you, Jock Market's a ton of fun. It's free to download. Download it down below. There's a link in the description, or you can just download it on whatever app that you're using or whatever phone you have service. You download it for free. You can play in the free contest where you can win some real money. So no no risk on your end, right? Just download the app. No risk on your end. You can actually try and win 50 bucks. So there's no risk there. And then you also get $20 for free upon your first deposit. So if you deposit the minimum of 10 bucks, they'll give you $20 if you use the code SAL20. That is S-A-L-2-0, SAL20. And again, this is the present and the future 
future. The Jock Market, we have a Tuesday night show every single week starting last week called The Opening Bell specifically for Jock Market. I don't do that for anything. I don't make specific shows for other companies out there unless they're kind of one of the heavy hitters like a DraftKings. I believe in the upside and the future of Jock Market. It's a ton of fun. Let's get into it together tonight. Let's get into that Jock Market. You can buy and sell live. So if you have any questions on Jock Market, they have some tutorials on their YouTube and in the app itself. And you can also reach out to me. Again, that code SAL20, S-A-L-2-0. Let's them know that you came from your boy. So let's start up the number 12 play on the day is Mr. Tyler Hero at $6,300. He has a 1.55x multiplier over on Super Jeff. So here's the thing with Tyler Hero tonight, right? When you're taking guys off the court and you have to put Jimmy Butler on because he missed some games, but Tyler Hero is still averaging like 0 0.9, 0 0.92, even 0.95, depending on who you're taking off the court, uh, points per minute with no Goran Dragic on the court this year. And if you're looking at guys to compare him to in that price range right now, you're looking at guys kind of like in similar positions, maybe something like a Gary Trent. And Gary Trent this season, when Jimmy Butler actually plays, is only averaging 0.79 fantasy points per minute. So Tyler Hero at $6,300, our number 12 play today for a guy who on the season right now, again, Jimmy Butler missed some games, 0.95 fantasy points per minute. But the bigger one is that you're getting him to average over 34 minutes per game at this point. A team total of around 105 is not great against the Lakers today, but we'll take it. He's our number 12 play. And our number 11 play on the day is going to be Brandon Clark. But, 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 and this is a big old booty. We have to see what happens with Dylan Brooks. They played yesterday. They're on a back-to-back -back tonight. Dylan Brooks ended up missing. If Dylan Brooks plays, he's jumping into the top 12. Brandon Clark is getting dropped down. Brandon Clark started in place of the injured Dylan Brooks. He played over 32 minutes in that game. He looked pretty decent out there. Like, honestly, he played 32 minutes and he like barely gets you there at 5.5, right? He gets you like 28 fantasy points. That's not going to happen all that often. Now you're facing a team that has a lot of power forwards, but none of them crazy oversized. A Jay Crowder, a Cam Johnson, a Dario Sarge in Phoenix. Brandon Clark will be able to have success there if he indeed starts again. If not, again, if Dylan Brooks is playing and starting at 5,200 and I can project him comfortably, no minutes limit for around 29 minutes, yes, he's going to be a bottom low price point. That's the cheapest we've seen Dylan Brooks in quite some time, and he's going to be popping up as definitely one of the top 12 plays and more than likely a top 10 play. In the season with no Dylan Brooks out there, Clark has averaged 0.9 fantasy points per minute, a 20% usage rate, and the rebounding rate around 17%. Now, Jonas Valanciunas missed some of those games, so it's going to be a little bit skewed one way or the other. Probably see lesser of a rebounding rate playing a lot alongside Jonas Valanciunas when he's not in foul trouble, but that's why he comes in as our number 11 play on the slate. Again, it is just a five-game slate. Some of these teams are massively like just appropriate slash overpriced like Washington. Hard to get any value off the bone of Washington today. So on a five-game slate, we only have 10 teams. I'm not really interested in Washington. Spoiler alert for our top 10. So now I'm down to nine teams. And there's some other teams that are kind of like that outside of a player or two. But now let me introduce you. Walk your way down. Come out the red carpet. Let's roll it out for our top 10 overall plays. Starting with Mr. Number 10 overall, DeAndre Ayton. And I know what you're saying. Ah, Sal, why do I want to be playing DeAndre Ayton? He's been terrible as of late. Okay, well, here's the thing about DeAndre Ayton. They played yesterday. DeAndre Ayton looked like a quality play. I mean, you had outside of Chris Paul. Uh, I didn't see Chris Paul's 19 assist game coming, right? Chris Paul ends up going off for like 50 high 50s in fantasy points. But DeAndre Ayton, very quietly, 41 and a half points. Very quietly now for DeAndre Ayton in back-to-back -back games because these games are actually staying closer. 35 minutes in each of the past couple of games. There's a little bit of a stretch in there where the games are going into blowouts. He was getting in some foul trouble, right? He's now played in three straight games, 30 or more minutes. The game before that, he got into a little bit of foul trouble. It blew out late. He only played 27 minutes against uh, Philadelphia. But outside of that, if you want to scroll back a little bit more, he's playing 39, 37 minutes, 33 minutes. He's scoring 36, 45 fantasy points. He's he's way too underpriced, DeAndre Ayton, at this point, based on what this man can do. DeAndre Ayton is currently averaging 1.04 fantasy points per minute, which is much less than when Chris Paul wasn't there. I mean, this is a guy who should be averaging above 1.1 fantasy points per minute. If you can get 32 plus minutes out of him, we're seeing that the last couple of games. We're seeing that a lot over the last couple of weeks. A guy who's going to average in this matchup against Jonas Valanciunas in Memphis. Jonas Valanciunas, not somebody, both these guys that can really leave the paint all that much. Somewhere around probably 1.06 fantasy points per minute. I do like that for the minutes that you're probably going to be getting out of him as they're at least number 10 play on the slate. I think he's probably about $400 under price based on where my early projections, you can follow them down below on Patreon are currently coming in. Another center at number nine, and it's going 
going to be Mr. Ennis Cantor coming off of a just a piss poor game. I'll be honest with you. It was an outlier game from a rebounding standpoint. Look, he's going to be 6,900. And yes, I do based on where we have them ranked. They're very close, but I do have Cantler slightly ahead of Aiton at this point. Now you have Cantor continuing to play bigger minutes. You have obviously no use of Nurture still. You have no CJ McComb still. You're getting the minutes out of him. 33 and 30 over the last couple of games. And he shot fine in that last game, unlike two games ago, but the price point is dropping because, okay, two games ago against Oklahoma City, he ends up getting there with 21 rebounds, but he only shoots two of 10, 20%. Not good. The next game, he shoots five of them, 15%. So that's better, but he only ends up getting out there for four rebounds. That's not going to withstand, right? The lowest rebounding numbers that we've seen out of Cantor, and that four is the lowest in a very long time. But since the last two weeks, the lowest we've seen is eight. So he's actually seen in that game, it's, it's a clear outlier. Eight was his outlier before this. This is a guy getting 10 plus rebounds in basically every single game. So Cantor's price point is really not coming down. He's been like $7,000 for like the last couple of weeks. So maybe it drops like a hundred bucks, but again, it shouldn't be coming down because everything's fine. So the minutes are there. The point per minute production is there. He's just had these two wonky games where in one game, he had a shit ton of rebounds and just terrible shooting. And then in the next game, he had fine shooting and just terrible rebounding rate. So he's had an outlier rebounding performance by a mile last time out. I'm going to go back to him. Now our top eight plays as we get into number eight, fellas, fellas, hey, 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 Zach Levine. Zach Levine with a slight price discount. You didn't think I was going to be on Zach Levine with a slight price discount? Look, I like this upper range a lot today. We kind of have some value early on, but man, is the top range loaded for a five-game slate. You got Steph Curry. You got Lillard all the way up top. You obviously got LeBron with no AD, no Dennis Schroeder now, right? A somewhat banged-up Kyle Kuzma at this point, although probable today. So if you take Laurie Markinen off the court this year, we do have Wendell quarterback. He's played now 27 and 25 minutes over the last couple of games. Tough matchup against Joel Embiid. Last time out, got absolutely slaughtered by Joel Embiid's career night. But very quietly, Wendell Carter, he's not on this list, but very quietly, just keep him in mind. He's very, he's right off the list. So people say like, ah, what do you think the next couple of guys are? We'll check in on Patreon. You can see my entire rankings and them updated all throughout the day for injury news up and after lock as well. But very quietly in that game, he only played 25 minutes, had three personal fouls. They're still somewhat limiting in his minutes. Although 27 and 25 over his last two games since returning three games ago, but he shot 13 times. He shot seven to 13. So a lot of shot volume in that game. That's good to see for Wendell Carter as his price point is now the lowest it's been since he's returned at 5,100. So Carter's like right off this list for me, at least pointing that out for his teammate here. But with no lower marketing on the court this season, you're going to be getting Zach Levine averaging 1.38 fantasy points a minute. You could even go a f- step further and take off Otto Porter. And then you get Zach Levine averaging 1.45 fantasy points a minute. That is insane numbers, especially when you're just $9,200, especially when you're going to be going up against Sacramento and your price is dropping. This guy was just 9,500, then 94. Now he's $9,200, although the fantasy point per minute production is not changing. Yes, Wendell Carter Jr. is back. And yes, he's better than Daniel Gafford and Cristiano Felicio or Felicio, whichever one you want to call that guy. But anyways, $9,200 Zachaline. Yes, a top eight play for us because the man is averaging right now a 23% assist percentage, 36% usage with no Laurie and no Otto Porter. And that's how it's going to be today in a fine matchup, mind you, against the Sacramento team. Getting into our number seven play today, it's going to be Draymond Green. I know what you're saying. Ah, and this was a guy yesterday who was a game time decision. So I would not be shocked if they rule him out today. Seems like he's dealing with some injuries. But as of right now, he is still expected to go out there. And with all the centers off the court this season, you're getting Draymond Green averaging exactly one fantasy point per minute, a beautiful assist percentage, not shooting well, does not get a lot of shot volume, but he's $6,600 and he's probably going to go out there and play somewhere around 34 minutes, averaging a fantasy point per minute. And we know what the upside is for Draymond Green. If you just get us eight, just eight real life points, you're going to start hitting that 40 point range because you're getting week in or day in and day out around 10 assists, night in and night out as the center now around seven or eight rebounds. Just get us eight to 10 real points, have that double, double, triple, double upside. And now a matchup against Cody Zeller in, in, in Charlotte. And this is the thing. 
Draymond Green has been having to face these larger centers by far, right? And he's actually had some success. You look three games ago, or even let's go back four games ago, has some success against Vooch, plays 37 minutes. It's more so a minutes thing there, gets 36 and a half fantasy points. And that's the other thing. He's been playing so far, like in a game that stay close, 34 minutes, but the upside is 37, 38 minutes for him. They just don't have enough bodies. Okay, but then he goes up against Brooklyn with some bigger guys out there. They didn't play as small. DeAndre Jordan played like 26 minutes. Okay, he's a little bit overmatching that type of a matchup. Goes up against Cleveland. There was no Andre Drummond, but it's still Jared Allen out there. Still JaVale McGee. He has a fine game, 47 points. So he is okay against these guys, but then you get Vooch again. He doesn't play as well last night. Scores about 28 and a half fantasy points. The price point is still staying where it is right now at 6,600. I think there's still meat on the bone here. I think the somewhat small sample of like five or six games with no centers and one fantasy point per minute is actually low. I really do. I think it's low at this point because the guy's just not shooting at all at this point. He shot two of five, three of six, two of five, and three of seven. I get it. This is not a guy who's taking 15 shots a game, but I do think that we can see a little bit more upside in terms of just getting the quality five of eight shooting nights instead of him making three shots as the most baskets he's made in a game since these centers have been out. The double-double upside is just screaming you in the face if we can just get the scoring from him we obviously have the rebounding upside the man has a 34 percent assist percentage this year so Draymond Green right now and his teammate Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins they're both very close to being top 12 plays Kelly Oubre goes off yet again right $6,800 getting bigger minutes though right one of the games went to overtime 44 minutes but now getting back-to-back games with pretty large minutes was going to play 39 in regulation in that one played 36 in the last one he's up to 6,800 over a fantasy point per minute producer now this year 1.03 with the centers off the court that's looking pretty good for Oubre he's right off the list if people are wondering and now as we get into our top six plays in the day. It'll start with Steph Curry, but I want to let you know about the other co-sponsor presented in part as well by Superdraft today. Superdraft is going to be a multiplier format and look, their contest on Saturdays. Fridays is a low day for fantasy. Saturdays is by far the lowest day. I saw a lot of people sign up last week from the community and had a lot of success. They have a contest today with $6,500. Not the biggest contest compared to what they're normally doing, but they know a lot of people won't fill this contest. $6,500. The contest might not fill at 70%. There might only be like 65% of people in there, which basically means in this type of a field, if it only fills at 70%, the other 30%, Superdraft has to actually put the money in for that. So what that basically is equaling out to is if you played on DraftKings and 30% of the field, you play in a 100-person contest, 30 lineups in there just put zeros in. That's probably what's going to be happening on Superdraft today. So sign up over there. It's a multiplier format. We can help you out down below over on Patreon. Brandon Clark, if he starts, 1.6x multiplier is going to look strong. The 1.55x multiplier in Draymond Green is going to look strong. And a couple of guys, as we go up to finish this up in this top six, I'll point out some of my favorite Superdraft plays early on today. If you go over there, it's linked in the description below this podcast or youtube channel or just go over to superdraft.io and you use the code sal when you sign up sal they will give you a free money bonus up to 500 ruskies in a slow drip format so be sure to check that out all the information is down below again the contests are not going to fill if there's one spot that you, you should be putting your money first today it is literally super draft if you're going to be playing on a site that is specifically dfs focused like a DraftKings or a FanDuel or yahoo you should be putting on a super draft first because the contest will not fill your ability to turn your five your ten your twenty dollar investment into the top prize of 6500 today into cashing and just doubling your money is much higher when you literally might be facing a third less of the field that's going to be having all zeros in their lineup that is the equivalent of when the contest does not fill and the site has to put the money in for it check it out promo code sal sal lets them know what you came from me so our number six overall play is steph curry and look i like steph curry a lot today we have some other guys up there like a lillard and, and a lebron and maybe we'll talk about them as you continue to stay for this video but steph curry's rebounding rate look all season long it's been around 15 percent, but now it's stabilizing night in and night out like there was these sways where some nights we get two some nights we go close to a triple double get you eight or nine right but now it's just solid as these centers have been out so a 15 percent rebounding rate is something we could rely on but he's averaging 1.45 fantasy points a minute but nobody's hurt this year but with all the centers off the 
the court because of that rebounding rate becoming a little bit more consistent and he's seeing even higher overall just shot selection he's averaging 1.52 fantasy points per minute some people might look at Steph and say ah he's just shooting too well he can't be a ten thousand dollar plus player the oh no no oh contraire actually he's getting a lot of shot volume but he's actually not even shooting well right now Steph Curry is getting you 58 56 50 fantasy points over the last couple of games not even shooting that well he's coming off of games where he shot 38 percent and 32 percent but the shot volume is getting him there 29 and 25 shot attempts it's basically just him out there as a shooter and then somewhat Kelly Oubre who's mainly relying on drives and mid-range jumpers you've literally had over the last two games the last two games for Steph 36 three-point attempts 16 and 20 so yeah it doesn't matter when you're just making six of them because you're getting like 23 fantasy points just off of those and oh yeah the assists are still staying high 11 and 11 over his last couple games back-to-back games of seven rebounds as well so with the rebounding rate stabilizing at 15 percent with the assist percentage right now looking lovely at 29 percent and the fact that the volume is just screaming out at this point Steph is number six overall for us at ten thousand dollars he has bad shooting nights right now. He's literally not shooting well, and he's still just dropping 56 and 58 fantasy points. When the shooting is bad and the volume comes down, that's when he just scores 42 for you. But normally that's in a blowout or foul trouble. And that's not something I'm projecting for. So he's our number six overall play. Now let's get into the top five. Number five overall is going to be LaMelo Ball at $8,800. Look, LaMelo Ball right now, it's there's no Devontae Graham. So that's the reason why you like LaMelo Ball. With Devontae Graham off the court, he averages 1.23 fantasy points a minute and 36 minutes per game. But some games and recently he's been playing 37, 39 minutes with no Devontae Graham out there. His price point at 8,800, I'd much rather play than Terry Rozier, who has been playing fine, right? Getting bigger minutes because of no Devonta Graham, but $7,900 for Terry Rozier or an $8,000 price tag, not something I'm too fond to be getting to. But Lomelo Ball averaging a 26% usage rate with no Graham on the court, a 33% assist percentage, and a very nice 17% defensive rebounding rate, and over three blocks plus steals per game. 2.5 steals per 100 possessions for Mr. Lomelo Ball, which basically means you can kind of count in and project in another like two to three fantasy points, even higher sometimes, depending on who the other team is turnover percentage-wise. For Lomelo Ball. A 1.2x multiplier on Superdraft might not seem as appealing to presenting sponsor in part. It might not seem as appealing to start off when you're looking at this slate, but it actually has a lot of upside there, especially if LaMelo Ball gets one of those 37 or 38-minute games at 8,800, going to grade out very well. A very nice team total at 114.25, a nice pace environment against Golden State. LaMelo Ball is our number five overall play, assuming that the d- doubtful Devontae Graham is ruled out. Some other guys that didn't make the list, Miles Bridges, yes, he might play 30, 32 minutes now with no Devontae Graham out there, but he only averages 0.81 fantasy points a minute with him off the court. Malik Monk, a lot of people might want to go back to him, but he's in the 5K range. This is not $3,000 or $4,000 Malik Monk. If Monk plays 25, 26 minutes, which might even be high for this game, in my opinion, he only averages 0.68 fantasy points a minute when the mellow ball's out there, when Gordon Hayward's out there, even if Devonta Graham's not out there, only 0.68 fantasy points a minute. So that's not that great. You might be thinking, oh, but I played him like two weeks ago and he did good. Okay, he did good on that, that one game. Look at what he's done in those other games, right? And now he's priced up to the 5K range. Look, there's a couple of narratives on this slate. Number four for us is Jimmy Butler. One narrative is that today you're going to be getting Damian Lillard versus Russell Westbrook. And we know that those guys basically hate each other. They're both really expensive. Westbrook 10K, Lillard the most expensive player on the slate, coming off of a 79 fantasy point day. But Jimmy Butler against this Lakers team, where Jimmy Butler was like the only guy that, remember, there's no BAM in the playoffs last year, right? They ended up having Goran Dragic hurt as well, or no BAM in the finals for most of it. Goran Dragic was hurt as well. Jimmy Butler put the team on his back. He's coming off of three straight triple-double games. This is the finals rematch. If you don't think Jimmy Butler's got a sour taste in his match, after taking this Lakers team to six games, basically by himself, he had to take Tyler Hero, rookie, Duncan Robinson, who really nobody knew who he was, unless you were paying close attention to like DFS and he had to do all of that I think there's going to be something in the tank for Jimmy Butler today in a weekend game I think you're going to get nice minutes somewhere around 34 minutes or so Butler averaging 1.34 fantasy points a minute if you're just looking at what he's done so far in the year with no Goran Dragic on the court but if you wanted to look at what he's done since the start of February 1.4 fantasy points a minute a 40% assist percentage 21% defensive rebounding rate and a 25% usage rate all while shooting 56% true shooting so right now very similar price points for Butler and LaMelo. I think LaMelo right now maybe has a higher ceiling to get you to 60 to 
65. But it is a very close argument, especially when I can just say, well, Butler's had three straight triple doubles and really should have four straight triple doubles, just missed out on a rebound. So yes, Butler and, and Lamelo at basically exact same price points, very close to me, but I'll be going Butler slightly over Lamelo as our number four overall play right now. So the top three, we go in a guy who was featured yesterday in our top three and he paid off for you at 7,100 to get you 37 fantasy points. It's going to be Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas as it stands right now on the slate, my favorite center on the play on the day. I'll take him over guys in a similar price range over Cantor, over DeAndre Ian for a couple hundred dollars less. Those guys are Jonas Valanciunas plays another 30 minutes yesterday. Jonas Valanciunas is now up to 1.34 fantasy points per minute this year. The rebounding rate is now spiked over 31%. He has been fantastic and he's actually been really good at staying out of foul trouble. And now you're going to get a matchup against one of the worst rebounding teams in the league that I said, a lot of undersized power forwards, right? Cam Johnson plays power forward. Should probably be a three. Jay Crowder plays power forward. Honestly, should probably be a three as well. Darius Sarge plays power forward, but he just stinks. He plays like eight or 10 minutes a game, right? Jonas Valanciunas against DeAndre Ayton today. Even if he just gets you 28 minutes, he's still way too underpriced. Anytime you can project out a guy who's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute, like I just told you, they get there in different ways. Joe Val with the blocks and obviously the closer shots to the basket and rebounds. But I just told you, Jimmy Butler has been tearing it up and has been averaging 1.35 fantasy points per minute this year, 1.4 fantasy points per minute over the last month. Jonas Valanciunas is averaging 1.34 and he's a whole $1,700 less than Jimmy Butler. Sure, Butler plays like an extra on average, like five to six minutes per game, but Joe Val's been getting those 30 minutes. Even if you give him 28, he's way too underpriced here. My number three overall play for a guy I have projecting out today for 29 minutes of play, Jonas, Joe Val, Valanciunas from Memphis. We're talking top two and he is two. Nemanji Bialica, last time out. Look, we were talking about in the live stream. So, so here's the caveat, right? We didn't get to really talk about the injury news early on. My bad on that. So the injury news, let's let's scroll down to it real quickly for you. Harrison Barnes, who plays like 33 to 34 minutes a game. He's questionable today. And then Glenn Robinson, the third, who even in that last game with all these guys out still played 22 plus minutes. He's questionable today. So right now I'm projecting in Glenn Robinson and I'm projecting out those other two guys who missed the last game. And if that is indeed the case, if there's no Harrison Barnes, if there's no Rashawn Holmes, I like Bielitsa. Bielitsa got a lot of minutes at the five. In that last game we saw, or at least a decent amount. In that last game we saw Hassan Whiteside only playing like 14 minutes off the bench, right? The game blew out. He got in a little bit of foul trouble. He was missing some free throws in the second quarter. It seemed like he got benched there. Marvin Bagley played a lot at the four and he only played 24 minutes total. So I mean, overall there was like 10 minutes to go around at center he got those and then maybe a little bit more as Bagley moved to the five as well but now he's 4700 the price point comes up 900 the matchup against Chicago is nice Bielitsa for him to be the number two overall play today you have to see Rashawn Holmes out and you have to see Harrison Barnes out if Glenn Robinson is out even better just from a minute security standpoint but I just want Barnes out and I want Rashawn Holmes out Bielitsa is a quality fantasy point per minute producer you're going to be able to project him like he's averaging 0.96 fantasy points per minute so far in the season you don't even have to project him at that right depending on who you take him off the court he'll average over a fantasy point per minute let's just project him at point 0.85 at 4,700 on a slate where we just went through everybody on this list and not a single guy in my top 12 was below uh, $5,000. Now he finally is. You just need value on this slate. He gives you a little bit of position flexibility as well with that power forward designation, especially if he plays some center minutes, but it's been nice. Look, the last three games that we've seen decent minutes out of him, he played 28 minutes against Orlando, scores over 35 fantasy points, right? 27 minutes, scores 17 and a half. Okay. He's going to probably play a little bit more than that today. And then he's plays 35 minutes and he's blowout proof as well. The game might not seem like it was a blowout because they only lost by eight, but they went on a 13 to two run in the final two, three minutes of the game. That's the only reason it was close. They were basically down in that game by like 20 with only two minutes left. So they go on a 13 to two run, but Billy Elita checks back in in the fourth quarter and they say, Hey, we don't got bodies. You're going back in the game. He plays eight minutes and 43 seconds in that blowout proof run. So that was nice to see. Now the one concerning part could be that in that blowout time, when the, all the starters really for Miami ended up leaving the game, you saw Bielitsa score eight real life points, made a three pointer, had an assist and had a steal in that time. So Bielitsa, yes, he had a pretty nice game last time out, but he picked up about 13 
13 of his minutes in that blowout or 13 of his fantasy points in that blowout run. But even if you say, okay, Bielito, you're not even going to play the blowout run. You're going to not play these final uh, eight minutes. You're only going to play 27 minutes in the game. He still would have scored 30 fantasy points at $3,800. 30 fantasy points even tonight at $4,700. Yeah, I'll take that for sure. So Bielita, if there's no Barnes and Holmes, that's what I need to see is going to be in play for me. If Bielita, if those guys are in, Bielita hops off this list completely, move everybody else up. And that's when you start to see guys like Gordon Hayward, some of these other Golden State guys, maybe even a Holmes himself start to top into our top 12, which you can track below on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. And the final guy on the slate today is LeBron James, Mr. Labringus James himself at $10,200. No Dennis Schroeder, no Anthony Davis. I mean, it's just so simple. He should be $11,000 on this type of a slate. He's going to project out for the upper 50s in fantasy points for me. If I was to take off right now, I mean, he averages 1.45 fantasy points a minute. And then if you start to take off Anthony Davis, if you start to take off the second best producer on this team, then a shooter for around a fantasy point per minute, he plays 30 minutes a game. You get LeBron averaging around 1.5 fantasy points per minute. I think that might even go up. You got a little bit of a narrative from the NBA finals. He averages right now a 38% assist percentage and 33% usage. LeBron for me, I'm going to project him out in this game for around 36 minutes. I'm going to project him out for around 1.5 fantasy points per minute or 1.55. And he's just going to project out for like the upper 50s in fantasy points and look fantastic at 10,200. He is a number one play on this Saturday, Saturday, lovely, lovely, comfy day, national comfy day itself, national love your pet day itself, national muffin day, but we'll call it the pistachio muffin day itself. Thank you for being here. This was our top 12 plays. They'll be updated on Patreon. Thank you to the sponsors of our show, Jock Market, Fantasy Sports, Meet in a Stock Exchange. Get in, check it out. There's links in the description below, both for Jock Market, how you can take advantage, and Superdraft, both sponsors of the show today. Any updates based on injury news and while I finalize the projections these next couple hours will be all available to you beautiful people out there on Patreon down below in the description. You are rocking. Thank you so much. Be sure to check out the MMA video that's out in the podcast before that those fights start tonight. NASCAR video that's out from Chris Pinnell on this channel went out on Friday. Be sure to check that out before that event starts tomorrow on Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you all in the next one. Have a beautiful, beautiful start to your Saturday.